0: is our EGN, Earth-Grown Nutrients Daily Greens Mix. Now, this was on its effort to put together absolutely everything you need from a micronutrient basis in a whole food format. So when you're talking about the antioxidants, we put in exotic nutrients like Peruvian purple corn, which is just off the charts with anthocyanins, which is the same thing you find in blackberries or acai berries. We have unique ingredients like camu camu which is rich in natural vitamin c. We have detoxification ingredients like dandelion. We really put in the kitchen sink including moringa and all of the green foods that are really nourishing and supportive to your mineral content and all the other micronutrients. We have gut health ingredients. We have the rainbow ingredients of beets and carrots to make sure you're rounding out your palate. I mean this is the choice if you you're not crushing a bunch of vegetables. If you're not crushing a bunch of exotic foods, you just add a scoop of this and you know your bases are covered. I mean, so many times I'll go to a steakhouse, You know, like I recently had dinner at at Mastro's with Joe Rogan and I had crushed a bunch of EGN. I crushed a bunch of power food and all I got there was the steak. I had a grass-fed steak and that was it because I knew that that would cover my it was a ribeye, so it covered my fat and my protein, and I knew that the EGN would cover my micronutrients, and I just wanted to keep it light that night because I had a lot to do the rest of the evening, and that's the advantage—you can know that you have all your vegetable and micronutrient bases covered, and then you can just like crush a steak or crush some turkey or you know have something else, and really know that you're supporting yourself with both the macronutrients and with the EGN getting the micronutrients. So, if you're interested, go to onnitcom Aubrey. Check out the Earth Grown Nutrients Daily Greens Mix. This product is going to go on sale this coming Monday, if you're listening to this podcast, the week of release. So hold off on your orders till then. And of course, as always, you can get the 10% off by going to onit.com slash Aubrey. Thanks, fam. It's really rare that I meet somebody that I think, this dude could be one of my lifelong friends. And that was absolutely the case with Aaron Alexander. Not only is he a movement expert, not only is he one of the best rolfers, body workers that I've ever worked with, he's just a really interesting dude. Someone who walks the walk, someone who looks at his shit, looks at his shadows, tries to get better every day, is willing to explore the far reaches of consciousness. And I know you guys are going to love this conversation. I certainly did and i'm proud and happy and excited to introduce you to aaron alexander we got the clap aaron you know what that means it's itchy <laughs> yes yes that's what i want for the start that's of this what, podcast that's what you meant, right? yes <laughs> are we good to go ryan everybody meet ryan giles if you haven't met
1: ryan, ryan giles. giles
0: is it ryan giles or ryan giles i might have got it to- oh thank god i almost <laughs> fucked up my good friend and longtime person's name aaron yes Hi. (laughs) What's up, man? Not that much, man. Dude, you've uh you've inspired a a next chapter of personal growth for me. So I'm stoked about that. And I'm stoked to dive into that for my listeners because, you know, I gotta say, when I first was meeting you hanging out, you're taking, you know, big burly dudes and you're lifting them above your head and you're moving them around. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's for me, bro. Yeah. And then uh then I was one of those dudes that you were lifting (laughs) up moving around and listening to you talk about the importance of alignment and the importance of movement and i've heard people chirp and chatter about it but i think i needed i needed proof that it was possible and proof of like that someone can do it and you relentlessly do that i mean Mm. you are one of the most well constructed physical humans i've ever met and do it in a way that accents and accentuates your life and also become aware of how the physical body influences the emotional body influences the spiritual body yeah. and it finally provided the tipping point for me to start making the incremental changes that i need to make over time to correct a lot of these imbalances in my body so i'm fucking stoked to have you here man i
1: appreciate it man what kind of changes have incrementally been manifesting in your end
0: <clears throat> well i mean i'm not like i think the changes happen you know slowly yeah. but i've becoming way more aware of my body in resting position becoming way more aware of my spine in resting position way more cool. aware of my neck position way more aware of my body in general and that's kind of coincided with some other additional work i've been doing to really unlock how important this home is that we all have called our body yeah. and how i've always known that it's important but not only the health of the body internally not just the organs and having a liver that functions and nutrition that functions and exposing it to stressors but also just the resting state how like the resting homeostasis of the body from a structural standpoint is a real cornerstone of your overall health happiness wellness you know access to you know what you want to be able to do in this life. yeah
1: can i start out with some dorky dorky yeah. kind of study Dork stuff out. i was looking at this morning so i'm doing this chapter in this book and uh one of the things i was looking into was kind of going outside of just traditional movement in the sense of, okay, I walk and I stand and I bicep curl and I do some burpees, but getting a little bit more abstract and recognizing that our movement is literally everything that we're doing. You know, so as you're looking out a window, for example, that's literally a movement of your eyes. So studying up on these muscles called the ciliary muscles that contract and relax the lens of your eyes, and some stuff that I gathered with that is about ninety percent of folks in China and various countries throughout East Asia, specifically China, are myopic, so they're nearsighted. Right, so it's becoming a common thing. Mm. Right, with that, <clears throat> something that's that I found that the, the really interesting part that I found with that is. When we're looking at something close up, in order for our lens to change its shape, those ciliary muscles need to contract and be held in a contracted state while we're staring into something close up. And so what we're doing as we're staring into cell phones and we're staring into The walls inside the house because we don't leave is we're literally at from your eyes are literally stuck in this state of contraction. Those ciliary muscles can't relax.
0: You you think that's why when we see a view, not only is a view beautiful, but it's so relaxing. Absolutely, because it's like like some real stuff. Bathing in in this wide expanse and your those muscles can just relax. And with those eye muscles relaxing, it's telling you you don't need to focus on anything, and then you can relax, and then your brain starts to relax.
1: Yeah. And so what I'm thinking with this, and this is like blown my mind as of like literally four hours ago. So mm-hmm. it's, so I'm like freshly blown. Um, so with that. The only way <laughs> I have yeah, you I on know. the
0: show. <laughs> Listen, everybody, if you're going to have Aaron Alexander on your show, he's got to be freshly blown. A moment. Otherwise, <laughs> he's all tight. He's all contracted. He's all root chakra bound, you know. <laughs> Freshly blown, and that's the only
1: way. <laughs> so I was freshly blown on this. <laughs> but so here's the interesting thing. Um, so with that, you look at, at Eastern Asia, and it's kind of like the engine of Earth. You look at it from like a Gaia model. like it seemed, They're like really working, you know, in depression and anxiety and suicides. Yeah. All that stuff is manifesting at the same time. So we're seeing this correlation of people wigging out from stress and also being stuck in a, from this perspective, a visually stressed place
0: you know i was (laughs) i put this in my book that there's a form of honorable suicide in japan called karoshi Mm. which is where you literally fall dead at your desk from working so hard and that's a way to like show your corporation (laughs) to show your bosses that you're really giving it all you got it's like the new form of seppuku is this
1: a joke are you serious no it's
0: like literally thousands of people die every year from karoshi like nobody fucks with the japanese when it comes to honorable suicide but it's crazy though right like literally working yourself to death to show like you're the
1: ultimate company man i guess or whatever what do you think about being able to meditate yourself into the next life <clears throat> serious like being able to sit on your cushion you're like you're end of times uh, like yeah, i think today's the day out. i'm just gonna i'm just gonna kind of drop this body is that i mean that's it's, beyond <laughs> <laughs> it's beyond my skill set
0: on my fucking skills i mean you hear that right you hear about the intentional choice you can also read about laura huxley who's you know helping to ease aldix aldis huxley who's my one of my favorite authors in the world you can read her letters easing her husband into the transition through the use of lsd and coaxing so there certainly is some psychosomatic choice involvement where she's like you know let go let go sweetie let go yeah and like really just super touching you know letter i highly recommend it to everybody but showing the way that it should be not this fear 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 hang on for dear life fucking buzzers and bars and shock you and blah 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 like that ain't the way for me man yeah no goddamn way i'm going out like that was, you know like if it's slipping away I always, i've told everybody i'm bringing a flute and i'm going somewhere <laughs> cold and fucking maybe one day you'll hear my flute on the wind as the <laughs> cold and the wolves take me like that's, that's the way i want to go out man i don't want to fucking die in a hospital <laughs> like hell no no don't i mean if that. that's the way it has to go so be it i'll fucking deal with it you know you don't have a complete choice over that thing but if you do have a choice you know
1: i think uh making it intentional is the way to go You've heard Selig talk about the death being like like taking off a tight shoe. Remember, <laughs> you remember that one?
0: No, I didn't oh, hear it's that. Good. That's
1: awesome. That's a keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, he, uh, I mean, so the guide said Selig didn't, Selig, Selig said it, but uh, verbalized it. Uh, but yeah, I just think that's a really beautiful idea. That, that oh. I, that we have this fear of it, but then usually when you have that experience, say through like a psychedelic or whatever it may be, or meditation or ecstatic state, where it may be, you come to that point some some people do come to that point where it's like oh it feels like this relief and i kind of wonder if maybe like this lifetime this has gone way out there we can talk about about like muscles too um but this lifetime is almost preparation for that moment in a sense like every day like if you do your due diligence and you have a practice <laughs> i think maybe when it comes time it's like no big deal we just kind yeah, of Yeah, I definitely think so. I don't think I don't like the idea of it preparing for anything. I think the whole
0: thing is the process. The whole thing is the, is the thing. Right. right? There's no like ascension or no other goal. Like every step you are is perfect for where it is. No one is better than the other. The enlightened one isn't better than the non-enlightened one mm. because he's reached some level. The process of enlightenment is the thing. That is the enlightenment. It's awakening in your being at whatever level you are. It's the striving for it that is the real magic but absolutely when you die you know i think it was ralph metzer that said that we have like an infant's understanding of death even as adults you know we think it's this the end and it's just a transitory stage and i think you do enough psychedelic work and you can actually feel that and trust it trust it in your bones Mm. so yeah you're letting go of your identity you know no more will i be aubrey marcus after this life but what will remain is also beautiful and eternal and we'll get to explore other different bodies and you know maybe be the person who's freshly blowing Aaron alexander in one (laughs) life you know i'll be some voluptuous female who the fuck knows what choice i'm gonna be i'm gonna take on my next life you know i could whatever maybe some crazy alien with three tits like total recall like who knows you know but i think we really do have you know an infant's understanding of death and i think when you set that in right proportion then it's not something to be terrified of it's something to be like yeah all right that'll be a good a good restart especially yeah. when the body's starting to decay and it's becoming a little less fun and you've given your gift to the world and you've done your best and you've hugged the people you need to hug and put out the information you need to put out like no need to cling to this one the next the other side's fucking beautiful too
1: mm. yeah i feel like the uh so we were talking about the 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 meat body or what do we call it the, yeah. the skin monkey what's it the called? Me- <laughs> <laughs> what we supposed to call it <laughs> the, you somehow managed <laughs> to make that dirty like i guess I, the skin monkey <laughs> skin monkey so the meat body the meat body, <laughs> the meat uh, body is yeah. fine so i have yeah, this resistors work. around the meat body term and uh i think it's kind of interesting that a lot of us we end up seeking out out of body experiences and i think that a big part of that is and i'm like pro out-of-body experiences i'm pro all sorts of stuff but i think a big part of that is is because we have this static in our body you know, so if you can get to a point, which is kind of what yoga seems to be seeking out, you know, all the, all the various different forms of yoga, just for starters, um, maybe martial arts would be a good example of that as well. Maybe a lot of dance forms would be a good mm-hmm. example of that. If we can get to that point where we do find alignment and stack and integration and organization, and our body just flows with yeah, vi-
0: vibrational accord, resonance between all, all of your mind, your body, your spirit. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fucking actual enlightenment it's not projecting your consciousness outside of the body and that's i think that's a really important distinction because so many forms like meditation psychedelics like a lot of psychedelics you feel your body totally melt yeah and it's like okay body's gone which is good because then it awakens you to what else there is besides the body because you can get body centric you know and so many of us are so body centric you know this is what makes us feel real yeah so that's important but then the practices that integrate that into your body this is going to be the third podcast where i'm talking about ecstatic dance in one day but it's fucking awesome right i mean let's like, take it over yeah let's just <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but but anyway yeah these practices that integrate all those things yoga dance you know these flow state practices where everything is in vibrational accord that's where the fucking real magic is that's where that's where you have heaven actualized that's where you're surfing the kingdom of heaven to use again the guides terminology
1: yeah I mean, you could say maybe the reason that you're talking about ecstatic dance so much that maybe maybe it's just because you're thinking about it but i think that that culturally we're probably experiencing that push towards mm-hmm. something a little bit more dynamic or bigger you know it's like we i think we're, we move as a soup you know it's like we're all together in this thing and so if you feel something i feel something we can feel that really obviously in a room together i think you can also feel that in a community you know rupert sheldrake and morphic resonance yep. talks about that like you're on your way home from work and all of a sudden today for some reason you had to come home at three o'clock instead of five o'clock and your dog goes hmm? you know it has that moment of right. connection maybe well, that's bullshit but it seems like there's definitely a lot bullshit with my Sarah. dog my dog's dumb <laughs> as fuck
0: but if i come in the back door she's waiting for me at the front door like she doesn't know shit <laughs> she has no fucking clue like here I'm i am saying, in the back door and she's I'm like, what? who's in the <laughs> house where did that come from i'm open to all <laughs> like, this being bullshit maybe my dog's just, just, just retarded i don't know but
1: uh, but i think sorry
0: Loby, if you're listening you know i didn't
1: i didn't mean <laughs> to say that but i think we're all playing the, in this thing together yeah you know there's 100 no, there's a book uh wheels of wheels of life and uh the author i've had her on my podcast i don't remember her name i'm really sorry um but that's one of the things she mentions in that is that we as a as a culture as a community we're kind of moving up through the chakra system you know so right now people are much more and this is again like we're we're in like definitely the, the woo territory so but right now culturally a lot of people are more driven towards money more driven towards power more driven towards kind of like validating ourselves through like you know i made it i'm a big strong man right now i mean that's been the fucking
0: modality you know like that hasn't that hasn't shifted i mean i think there was a tribal time when there was more about community but then Mm -hmm. it was at least power of the group it was we power rather than i power but as
1: soon as civilization hit that became me power yeah but we're talking you know maybe millions of years yeah you know as opposed to like like the last you know even ten thousand years since the occurring age or any of that you know and i don't know what the situation i got to talk to the author about what the chakra sister situation was there she has it in that book um but so what she says is because we've been kind of deprived or starved from our heart connection you know we don't really have many people aren't really connected with that part so much we're connected Mm -hmm. with our genitals really well right we (laughs) won't fail for
0: sure not (laughs) think about how many people are so fucked up with their genitals because the Hmm. because the ego gets in the way of the genitals all the fucking time like i know so many guys and talking to girls who have experienced so many guys who are in the prime of their testosterone you know youth and vigor and they can't perform in bed period Mm. because there's so much pressure there's so much performance i had that like i used to be that guy yeah that was that was me for a while like so fucking in my head yeah that like that whole thing fails and then then all the abuse of power and then the manipulation and all of these it's all kinked up and bound up because we took sex out of normal interaction we projected it into this special place hide it keep it hidden keep it secret make it dirty it's a sin and then then and then also at the same time it's your status it's your measure of manhood is your pussy wet like a lake is your fucking dick filling a double magnum xl which is like fit over this goddamn (laughs) mountain valley bottle like a double x like come on like what is that for what species are you fucking with that thing like do you really need all that if you have it great congratulations but regardless like all of these ideals are in unrealistic expectations are there and it's really fucked that up too like i think all the chakras need work and, and these mm. systems are cool but i think i think like everything you know the third eye being clouded the voice people not being able to speak we're obviously seeing explosion of that recentering towards the heart you know anchoring to our emotional body understanding our our purpose in place connecting the spirit man all the chakras one two three four five six seven boom up the chain are all getting purged for a lot of different people and i think that's the way it needs to be you can't work on these things effectively one at a time you know like as soon as you put focus on one and and neglect the others the others will drag it down like it's a virtuous system where everything needs to be elevated and
1: that's waking up how'd you sort out the premature ejaculation i'm asking for a friend (laughs) well that's
0: that's an interesting one one you gotta you gotta divorce that sexual performance from your identity right what you do in bed cannot make you think less or worse about yourself as a man now if your partner's gracious which i you know was able to find some gracious partners who didn't put extreme amounts of pressure that was part of what drove me into that is i had a really bad girlfriend at one point who was like really ruthlessly rude when something didn't go quite right for her you know and like that really patterned my own kind of self-defeating self-critical mindset so part of it was like a lover with some grace part of it was divorcing that as much as i could from my identity part of it was expanding my definition of sex not to just the act of penetration but you know the whole experience of connecting with someone smelling them you know tasting them using all the senses to make a complete sexual experience where the penetration was just a part of that experience so Mm. that if that one part failed the totality of the experience was still a success regardless you know so a lot of those techniques you know and i mentioned a lot of those techniques in the book which you read um in combination all really helped and then eventually yeah you got to be able to laugh at it man like laughter is the thing that dispels all of this tension like yeah it doesn't work you're like oh man that was uh (laughs) that was unfortunate sorry about that well uh, you know whatever whatever however you want to do it you know but just have a laugh and don't take it so fucking serious that's why comedy serves such a so important for humans like laughter is one of the most important things we can do
1: yeah and i like that idea of that was helpful for me as well and just not having sex for a while actually was somehow helpful like something shifted from not doing it for a while i don't know what, what what that was or how to explain that but um taking that the act of penetration I think we I talked about this when we were when we were talking in the, on the other end, you know, looking at it might have been somebody else. I apologize if it was, but looking at like when we we're going up to the top of a mountain, right? You started climbing that mountain the moment you got the idea of climbing the mountain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the yeah. moment you got the map for the mountain, the moment you got the rope, the moment you got your on it, whatever keto bars, like you're already climbing. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no separation between the very top of that mountain and the trailhead. It's just one big mountain. You know, and you can extrapolate out and go all the way back to to your mind. That's fucking
0: life. It's so huge because we'll we'll isolate it and say, oh, sex is this little thing that only happens when the genitals touch. Bullshit. Sex is intercourse. It's dialogue. It's all of the communication, the flirting, the look, the the hug, the dance, the whole thing. Like all of that is sex. And you can't draw a line and say, oh, when the penis inserts into the labia that is the threshold of sex and we call that the sex like bill clinton you know it depends on your definition of what is is like what what the fuck are you talking about man yeah like and it's just this weird weird thing that we've created that's not real like it's it's just complete fiction you know everything is seamless there aren't these silos that we can actually label something say oh yeah that's sex Oh, i didn't have sex with her well you were just fucking breathing in her essence you know right there hugging and loving and touching and rubbing her head and breathing in her oh but you didn't kiss her okay like that's the fucking boundary you know like who cares man like have intercourse (laughs) like discourse intercourse know each other in the biblical and non-biblical sense of that that terminology like to know somebody it's yeah
1: that's what sex really is and we've just fucked it all up and solo sex is a really important practice too i think that most people have a lot of shame around sure so you laugh as i said it Isn't that interesting <laughs> well, what's that there's something uh, more to it or no
0: what? no it's just solo sex it's just a come on but solo I mean, sex what yeah, i getting say? to know yourself
1: that's what <laughs> we say right
0: <laughs> <laughs> no you're right man like look i fucking I,
1: spanking it what am i supposed
0: to say <laughs> no, i think solo sex is the right word <laughs> it's just funny it's just funny to look at it like that but what is that all right solo sex it's getting to know it's it's a dialogue with yourself it's like knowing yourself in that way like yeah fuck. of course of course you're in this body like you don't press the buttons like you don't figure the shit out like yeah fucking figure it out it's your body were you gonna judge yourself what you do that's what i was talking about with ecstatic dance too like you can be in a room lights off impossible for anybody to spy on you and moving a certain way will make you think that oh i think i'm gay now or i'm uncomfortable with this yeah. it's just fucking moving in space bro right like you got to be able to move in space you got to be able to use your body as a tool and that's fine like when i walked in here you were you were on oh, your yeah. back with your legs over your head. I was presenting. <laughs> so, and like, you're one of the people that's super comfortable with that. And we have a laugh about it. And it's not weird. It's not weird that you were full plow position. Like, it's a little weird. Ankles over your <laughs> <head. I mean. laughs> but like, I could see you in full cat cow from behind. And be like, oh, that's fucking Aaron. He's yeah. just yeah. doing his Aaron thing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it's like at the truth of it it doesn't matter yeah yeah
1: anyways what were we talking about eyeballs oh i don't know and a lot line- <laughs> i've been trying to embrace uh pauses and stillness and all that shit so when something when someone stops talking i kind of like sit with it a little bit so that's what happened right there i was yeah, like oh, i was like uncom- i was uncomfortable with go. i was with good that. i kind of like it we sit with it a little bit uh-huh. so Just let but- it sink in you do that in your practice too
0: actually that's one of the things that um I really liked about working with you in doing some of the Rolfing uh, and some yeah. of the alignment stuff. Is you know, you were working on my solar plexus and you, you know, were getting in there and I had a lot of tension held up. I hadn't had anybody ever work that area. I've gotten a fair amount of body work. And I thought you were basically just pushing on what was like a pressure point, you know, like the place where you get the wind knocked out of you. And I was like, right. this asshole is just pushing on something that's always just going to hurt and it's not going to do any good and then all of a sudden combination of my friend caitlin walking in the door and me recognizing that maybe i'm just being protective and and weirdly vulnerable here and and then that thing released and you could feel like the fascia in that area of my stomach released and then you go oh let that integrate for a little while you you just kind of chill for a little while and i get to sit and like feel what that feels like yeah that was dope that's medicine like that's that's real medicine is bringing that into awareness and i think that's also you know a good lesson to learn from you apparently i'm not comfortable with that on a podcast yet but
1: there's a lot of real value in that you know? yeah it's the silence it's all the same shit <clears throat> right the way that we communicate the way that we do body work the way that we dance the way that we're in our business relationships i think it's all you know i i, I describe body work as it's just my nervous system connecting with your nervous system or communicating with your nervous system rather and you know, so with that, the time, it's kind of like when you're working out, which I like Paul Check's version of working in a lot more. You know, I, I ponder on that quite a bit. I'm like, I'm working. Like Paul, one of the things he mentions that I, I, I like is you should be able, depending upon what you're doing, that you should be able to eat some food before you do your movement practice, right? Not always. I'm not, I don't think that that's like the, the wisest decision, but he'll do that with people that he feels like are stuck on working out because if you always need to just grind and thrash and go like have mm. some turkey in your belly it's not going to be good yeah right but if you have more intention of really feeling the alignment of your foot and that contact through, you know connection all the way up into your knee and your hips and just feeling your body in space then you could you could have whatever you want in your belly you can still explore that part yeah and if you can spill that into your movement then it becomes becomes really cool it's not forcing you it's not forcing yourself with
0: your ego to demand your body to do something it's like actually having a legitimate communication with your body and that's another practice that's been evolving for me is like having a legitimate communication with your body where you're taking the time to ask and like hearing the whispers and hearing the signs like okay, body what are you what are you looking for what do you want right now not the compulsive eating or the compulsive working out or the compulsive this or reaching for more nicotine or more caffeine or blah 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 like hey body like what are you really into right now here's our goal yeah you know, body like this is what i need from you i need you to do a podcast i need you to you know, do this thing like what do you want body and then your body will fucking tell you you know like even when i was i was partying the other day for my 37th birthday I decided Ooh. to go old school party played beer pong and stuff it was fucking fantastic and at a certain point in the night it was like 12 30 i'd probably you know drank six seven beers and you know was really cutting loose and i was like talking to my body It's like all right body what do you need and i was like i want to stay up for the next couple hours and then I'm, then we'll get some sleep so what would you like and it just a really clear dialogue like body was like well i need some water right now and i really need some minerals yeah so i was like all right salt and water i got you and then and after that i was like then you can have a little bit more to drink if you want because you know the GABA is going to be kind of dropping again and that will help you make it through the rest of the night but first water salt and i was like what about nicotine and it's like yeah probably not i don't think you need you had enough of that already yeah. it's just like very clear dialogue and then i had one of the best nights ever just like smoothly transitioning riding with my body instead of just fucking crushing it and then waking up the next day like oh my body hates me right
1: there's yeah. a there's a lady called byron katie you here this one byron katie the work i highly recommend people check out the work uh super rad lady she's um one of the quotes that i just gathered from her recently was if you have a question ask it and sit in silence until it comes. You know, and I think that that's like, it's, it, we're like, we're we're human, what do they call them? We're human beings, not human doings. You know, like we're always like, go. You know, it's all like, what can I do? What can I get? How can I grab and reach out and pull it in? You know, when you do that, the tendency with most things, I've experienced this. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people can share that sentiment. You know, the more that you reach, oftentimes the more you end up at the same time kind of pushing things away, oddly enough. You know, so sometimes yeah. just having that silence but to, in order to have that silence you have to be comfortable with shutting the fuck up every now and again still working on it i had a insight for a
0: you know a concept when you chase the world runs when you are the world comes like when you stay still as who you are the world will come but yeah absolutely like the more you go after something you know the more it's going to run away from you yeah you know and the more you stay and allow your own gravitational field to pull things in whether it's truth or whether it's attracting a partner or whether it's something else you know it's that balance of setting your intent of what you want to do but not overrunning not chasing it too hard that you trip and fall on your face Mm. you know and finding that tension point it's like a dance you know like a dance requires tension on both sides requires the pauses requires the effort requires the listening requires all of it and that's that's life man it's just a big fucking dance
1: so that pause stuff i started getting all hot and bothered about paul before i finished the the thought about the pause Uh, that integration time is the tendency oftentimes from a perspective of this could be metaphor for anything but from like a manual therapist or a body worker a massage therapist whatever uh physical therapist um, is oftentimes it's like okay they paid me they're here for my service I want to give and I want to really like give it to them you know so the whole time you're like like you you're you're adding so much mm. you know you never really actually realize that the the that integration part that's when the actual healing happens
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I'm moving tissue you know and I'm not moving tissue you're moving tissue right that's another interesting kind of kind of wormhole to get into but when we're moving tissue that's it's not we just moved tissue we rehydrated cells like that and it's life isn't there yet yeah right it's when all those parts start to come together that's when all of a sudden oh it's 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 coming alive but if you're always scrambling it then it kind of just ends up being confused
0: yeah no that makes that makes perfect sense and it's the same with the lover you know talk about love yeah, making exactly. like if you're constantly doing something the whole time like you're not going to experience the magic of the stillness like relax like it doesn't have to be over in a hurry and i think that self that self-judgment that ego that comes in so i got to do it i got to be the best lover i got a fucking a thousand pumps a minute here we go <laughs> you know like that's not going to be the best lover you've been reading you the know? dell sex book yeah you? the <laughs> best lover like fucking <laughs> listens man and to, to listen you got to be still like take the moment to pause you know an inch you know next to their face and not touch each other for a while and watch the magnetism build and that chi build the sexual energy build
1: and then engage and then withdraw and then engage that's that's like mastery of of any dance yeah an interesting thing with the sexual partner stuff is i have noticed that as i start to explore some of these conversations that we're talking about right now all of a sudden i'll notice the partners that are attracted to me one thing partners being attracted to me i had you know there was like there was a while where i was just like i don't get it like i'm decent i got you know abs <laughs> what's going on yeah you know the I correlation mean, between abs and lovers is <laughs> not what we'd hoped it was when I we were it a kid good. you know but so yeah. so you know, so i had all these superficial kind of checkpoints but still there was i was I, I didn't realize it but i was pushing away lovers you know i think i was pushing away more than that you know but as you start to kind of come into that and I'm i'm still just on the path with all this stuff but as i'm on the path of starting to kind of Have some time with stillness. Feel my heart. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) You know, like just feel the connection of kind of like feeling space, like visualizing spaciousness around your chest. This sounds like some crazy stuff right now. I know, but having a little bit of awareness of just like, like I've had back pain around my mid thoracic spine for a long time. And I've noticed that as I start to kind of come more into like, following my values you know following what actually makes me feel happy what makes me feel good um and sitting in meditation uh forgiveness of myself acceptance of myself a lot of that comes from the meditation stuff and using plant medicines and just relationships all that i've noticed this back pain start to dissipate to the point of i think it's it's like pretty much gone
0: yeah (laughs) yeah it's everything is super connected you know and that's the we try to silo everything you know, mind, body, spirit. It's really, mm-hmm. like, that's the fucking, that's truth right there. Like, it's, you can what are you gonna do? You're gonna call one thing, one thing, and the other thing, the other thing. It's all fucking connected. Yeah. You know, that's why they start calling people, they start calling your gut the second brain and it, like twists
1: people's heads. Right. But then they still
0: silo that.
1: And it's like, you still no, silo it.
0: Everything yeah. is all fucking connected.
1: There's, uh back in the day, I was reading about uh, Gallon. He was, doing, he was an anatomist slash I think he was a doctor of some sort. And he was cutting up cadavers. And this is like early stuff. I think this was like 300 CE, common era. Uh, and, but previously it was illegal to cut up cadavers. And so the cadavers that they would use were that of pigs and monkeys. And so when they would be cutting up these pigs and monkeys, they have totally different organs than we do. And so they'd look at the heart of these, I think pigs and monkeys have the same one. They, they clumped them into the same category from what I was reading. Uh, they have three ventricles of the heart instead of four. And they have five lobes of the liver instead of zero. And so when Gallen ends up looking at the cadavers and he's cutting them up, he's in there. He's like, and he sees four or he sees three ventricles and he sees the lobes. So he keeps on perpetuating that same anatomical model based off of what he previously saw from the other stuff. Whoa
0: that's wild kind of interesting yeah so he saw what he he saw what he was expecting to see
1: saw what he's expecting to see
0: yeah i mean we do that all the time i mean how many times back have you thought like thought your lover was cheating on you or something like that and then you see all the signs you're like gonna call her out and they're like no that's my fucking cousin man gross what the fuck are you talking about you know like like oh whoa yeah. i was in this diluted cloud this lens where everything was like no, she's doing that yeah. I know it you know and it's just nonsense you know and that's I think finding those ways to cut through that and just fucking shake it out like a dog that runs into a fucking glass window and it's like whoa yeah. let me fucking shake that one off my whole body
1: didn't like that yeah. and have that kind of reset it's like okay cool. Gabor Mate calls that his his stupid friend you ever heard this before? Mm -mm. So he calls it the stupid friend. So any of these patterns is like an analogy that probably everybody's heard. But you need to get across a river. And so you build yourself a kayak or some type of boat. And then you use the boat. It's great. You get across the river. It's fantastic. And then you love the boat so much because it protected you in that moment. It served its purpose that now you can't let it go. And you carry with it through the woods for the next 20 years, whatever it is. You know, and so what he—the way that Gabor yeah. uh, ended up—which I highly recommend getting him on here as well—he's like tremendous. Yeah, great. I've had him on the podcast. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, I—he didn't uh, talk about the boat or I his stupid friend again. He always talks about the boat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you're here to yeah, pick here up the slide. So here to, you are. We're going to the boat. Yeah. Uh, but so he calls it the stupid friend, and one of the things with that kind of just like changing the frame that I think was 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 fairly valuable for me was looking at it as. Seeing what the intention of that friend was, you know, it's like stupid Harry always comes and he like ends up messing up the party. But his intention was he was bringing balloons, and he's like no, it's not a balloon party. Relax. He makes right. it weird. Right. But <laughs> it's not that kind of party. Aaron's in the in the uh, presentation position in sure. the doorway. It's not a balloon party, you know. But he so, he, but it, if you can look at him with acceptance and love, all of a sudden it kind of like it's there's like a connection there and yeah. then he maybe look at that out look at that
0: bit. look at that sweetie he was trying to bring balloons yeah you know and instead of being like harry what the fuck are you doing you're always fucking messing this up yeah. you know and that's what like, we do to oh, ourselves Harry, you're such a sweetie you brought balloons it's not a balloon party but we'll put these over here in the corner and thanks for coming man yeah you know like that response is gonna 100 times out of 100 yield the result you're looking for whereas yeah. that natural instinct to outcast that person who's in discord you know that's really what we do oh this person's out of alignment well let's outcast them and sometimes that's wise sometimes that's just discretion like we can't save everybody but if it's your homie or if it's like a friend the medicine's going to be bringing them in like if you really want to help somebody and you you think that's you know the wise choice and you have the energy and the capacity for it the medicine's in the circle medicine's in love like oh that was a sweet intention or like even if they go off and drink too much like oh what are you running from love like yeah you know what's going on what's going on with your life boo like everything okay like i see you pushing this you know instead of being like Why do you always get so fucked up? You know, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's not the medicine. Judgment, more judgment. Like they don't have enough judgment. Like it's not judgment that's driving them to do that action, anyways. Yeah. You know, it's just bring them in.
1: Katie, the Byron Katie, I went to one of her workshops recently Mm -hmm. for the new year. It was called a mental cleanse. I didn't do it every year. And that was one of the the analogies where she actually has people come up on stage and they would go through this processing work together. It's pretty cool. but she had a woman come up stage and one of the things that she was, the woman was, was actually a guy and he was tripping about was the fact that his mom is an alcoholic. you know, And he's just so pissed off at his mom because she's, she's killing herself and she's hurting herself and she doesn't care. You know. And with the work, there's like this language reformatting stuff that you do and what it ends up being is my mom, it's not that my mom's an alcoholic, it's that I'm an alcoholic. I'm mm. addicted to the thought of my mom being an alcoholic that's the problem yeah (laughs) you know my mom's going through her shit the way that she needs to my mom's perfect exactly the way that she is you know and then and throughout that conversation eventually you know the guy's like starting to cry and i think i cried a little bit for it too actually and the, the the kind of this the the end summation thing was maybe the best thing for him to do is to go and like maybe he could just go what he ended up saying is like i could maybe i could just go and crawl in bed and like hold my mom while she's you know While she's drinking, you know, and just support her exactly where she's at. Mm -hmm. You know, and say, Mom, I love you. Yeah. No matter where you're at, I love you. That's the most Mm -hmm. important thing. And then from there, maybe that could spark something to kind of like, oh, wow, like I don't feel attacked (laughs) by this thing. So I revert back to where I was at. I really feel loved and supported. All of a sudden, I have this urge to love and support and give back and show up in a different way. Mm -hmm. But it came from getting out of my own shit, my own addiction. To my mom's addiction
0: yeah it's a it's a symbol that i talk about i've talked about a lot before um but it's worth bringing up again because i don't think it's it's one of those kind of eternal symbols and it's a symbol of prometheus who obviously was one of the original bodhisattvas right like mm. stole fire from the gods to give it to man right right you know like willing to sacrifice himself willing to risk punishment at the hands of the olympians to give a gift of love to mankind and he for his punishment he was chained to a rock and had an eagle eat out his liver and i saw a painting and the painting had him you know he, he was up on the rock and the painting had him and he wasn't his hands weren't bound and the eagle ate his liver was just finished eating his liver and he was embracing the eagle with love mm. like the one mm-hmm. that was tormenting him every day you know still however many eons he'd been up there and however many times he still embraced the eagle with love and that's the ultimate kind of christ consciousness right like that's the ultimate expression of that symbol and and whenever i see that symbol like i saw that in the show uh the oa which was on netflix and it's a slight spoiler but it's fine uh, this uh this guy who's like really troubled and really kind of acting out you know and there's a very conscious figure in that he stabs this woman who's super conscious stabs her in the in the thigh as this final like expression of his rage and frustration mm. and as the pencil goes into her leg she has that moment of pain but she just hugs him tighter mm. and that was like the breaking point mm-hmm. and i've seen that and with that symbol i've seen that play out in my own life in my own friend circles in my own things where i've watched somebody act out in their own trigger in their own way and where my new usual idea was all right let's give let's put that person in timeout they're in social timeout they're not going to get invited to the next dinner they're not going to get invited to the next function social timeout which is my own form of judgment my own form of punishment instead receiving that hollering at them the next day showing up with love inviting them to something soon after that and then all of a sudden that pattern that pattern dissipates yeah you know like you're able to actually stop the thing that you're that you're looking to do so really i really think people have two choices it's either completely remove someone from your life because you just don't have that much energy don't have that much effort and just send them away with love and say i fucking wish you the best i hope the the universe you know can provide what you're looking for because I don't have the capacity or bring them all the way in Hmm. you know but don't leave them in that fucking no man's land where they're half in half out you're Mm -hmm. value you're providing judgment you're being part of the problem at that point you're either enabling or you're judging or you're facilitating or whatever like all the way in (laughs) all the way out you know, I think it's probably a more healthy way to look at those challenging relationships.
1: You are seeing the, uh, I think it's in Mongolia, they have the, for the burial ceremony, they chop the body up into pieces and then they take it up to the top of this mountain and then the the crows or whatever birds are out there, they come and, and eat the body.
0: No, I've never seen that.
1: Pretty tight. So We got a weird relationship with death in our culture. Super weird. I saw another thing recently that I thought was way cooler than what we're doing is uh i don't know what maybe we put in like the show notes because it's great um if there's show notes uh, but it's you put take the cremation and take the ashes and you put that into this plant box thing and then there's a seed for a tree and then every time somebody dies you go plant a tree with their ashes yeah that's fucking rad too <laughs> that's pretty
0: tight yeah i mean understanding that we are made up of the earth that is just organized in a way to create this machine and then it unravels back to that and that's beautiful too like the enra we're horrified at the unraveling but in a lot of my own psychedelic journeys there's beauty in the unraveling as well yeah like as you see like particularly in arizona you'll see a cactus where the lush kind of green front of you know one of those um uh what are they fucking called like kind of the flat cactuses oh so paul whatever whatever it's, it's not a joshua tree i don't know what it's and uh, anyway so they'll they'll start to it, they'll start to dry out and that skin will erode first and then you'll see the network of fibers and network of the structure that's underneath it and as it's decomposing it's like mesmerizingly beautiful and that's the same mm. with the body but the maggots and the things and the smells it makes it We have this kind of disgust impulse which is understandable but if you look at it from another lens like that's also beautiful that's you returning back from whence you came yeah you know and i think that's an important concept to have and you know not be so obsessed with the body you know especially don't like don't if i died, don't anybody dare put me in fucking makeup and put me in a fucking box <laughs> for people to look at this thing and fucking, no, stop that. hundred percent stop that. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever you want to do, cool. Not that. Like yeah. no makeup and formaldehyde, please. Like or whatever. If you want to do that and like give me give me one last go. If you probably be like, I really wanna know what it'd be like to fuck Aubrey Marcus and fucking warm me up <laughs> oh, in a microwave. You warm That's me up in a want. microwave and give it hell like <laughs> whatever but just don't it's just weird just don't put me in a box and fucking put makeup on me <laughs> you know like that's not it's just a it's really kind of and put me in a coffin so that i can't return to the earth so then the whole coffin has to erode before i get to give back to the soil and the and the like no like just put me in the dirt man yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense yeah that's that's the things that need to eat me eat me like that's way better than than any other strategy yeah paul check I was, I was with paul check and he's just Riffin and he goes, uh, we said that thing ashes to you go ashes to ashes, dust to dust. What we are can never combust. And I was like, I thought that was just like a truism. Mm. I was like, wait, where'd you hear that? And he's like, I don't know, I just made it up. It's like, damn, damn, that's the fucking conclusion to that thing. Like, what we are can never combust. Yeah, mm. right. Like this thing can, but like the true identity, you know, that's not gonna. That's not. That's not going anywhere. It goes back to that infantile understanding of death Mm. let this let this thing go with grace enjoy it enjoy it it's sacred but
1: it's also sacred when it's in its parts yeah as you were saying the stabbing the the pencil into the leg thing Mm -hmm. i started thinking about the feeling of getting a a cold shower oddly enough and Mm -hmm. then we can kind of i think that we can actually again back to like the mind body connection type thing where we started out with things was uh we can train our autonomic nervous system on a regular basis to start to create a little bit of that acceptance of mm, pain acceptance of discomfort you know we're so reactory to every situation throughout our lives you know we only look at that from the practice of like okay like i'm gonna do this and like when she says this i'm gonna respond like this and it's like it has to be this conversational thing you know but i think that you can start to kind of sharpen the sword through you start first thing in the morning you know start making your bed start you know have a journal start taking the cold shower you know all those specifically cold shower for like the autonomic mm-hmm. nervous system stuff yeah uh, more important than making your bed more important than making the bed no i think they're all really important <sighs> man do you make your bed first thing no
0: why would you, why would you make it
1: i have two percent judgment
0: <laughs> not like a what, lot of judgment? Do you have like a military <laughs> like dad a, or something like i can get into the same damn thing later like <laughs> you when i make bu- bed like <laughs> you start
1: no, not the mean, start no. The day. you gotta start with a win that's <laughs> not a win
0: that's a waste of time i'm gonna mess that fucker up immediately the following night that is a that is a waste <laughs> so you just
1: leave it you probably have like seven maids just no i have, out. Yeah, I I have
0: somebody comes twice a week and sometimes whitney will tidy up now, look if i'm trying to like impress somebody then i'm gonna make some you know it's gonna smell right candles made bed but if it's just me at home or if i'm in like a, a airbnb that bed is not getting made tips for but i will keep the place kind of neat kind of neat you know maybe like fucking not make it just chaos
1: so something that i will look with uh, a scrutinizing eye is if i end up waking up with a female and it's potentially like a new like we're trying this on whether she makes the bed she doesn't make the bed I'm gonna be very disappointed. <laughs> there, there but, like, as there I'm saying, is. it sounds terrible. Your
0: fucking caveman is no, showing. Their saying, no, no,
1: no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I make the bed. I'm the maker of the bed. But if I get out, f- if I get out first, uh-huh. right? Like I will always make the bed. I'm not saying this is like women's washcloths. Like <laughs> I, I know that's how that came out. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. But to me, that's just like the subtlest little show of like I care about your shit. Yeah. No, I get that you know so it's so to me it's like okay there's a little signal there you were in my room my sacred territory there yeah right things were disheveled (laughs) you looked at it and you moved on no i get
0: that i get that i mean it's it makes sense like i had a i had like this cool kimono robe that was given as a gift and like you know one of my partners put it on and i was like "Eh, it's pushing the boundaries a little bit (laughs) like that's like not like an old t shirt. You're like, maybe don't ask if it's like my workout shirt or like an on it shirt, like go right, for that. Right. That's my fucking kimono. Right. <laughs> you know, like and then when they were done, they just kind of threw it on the ground in a crumple and I was like uh 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 uh, uh. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. Like, you don't get to take my sacred shit and just fucking put it on and throw it in a in a heap. Yeah. Like there is a certain level of like, all right, if you're gonna engage,
1: like engage with respect. I yeah. get that. We fill life into things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's True. like the, like the, uh, what is it called? Harry, the volleyball. What's the actor's name? Everybody knows the actor. name. Tom Hanks. Oh, well, Tom Hanks. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Tom>. <laughs> I'm not good with, <laughs> with actors names, you know, but we, uh, we actually do that. There was a, there's a Ted radio hour. I think that there was, that was, uh, I recommend people checking out where it's, we can actually kind of instill, we, we do that with the bottle or the, the ball or whatever it may be. You know, we fill the thing with life to the point that it all starts to have a personality. You know, so we do that with like robots for example yeah all of a sudden we have this real attachment and emotion towards the robot because we put a bow tie on it <laughs> you know mm-hmm. or you do like little subtle changes to make it be more human all of a sudden we have this this real attachment to it yeah and we do that with the kimono we do with everything
0: yeah and i think it's it's a subtle balance because if it was done intentionally to fuck with it like i had the sacred yeah and like someone consciously went and fucked with my sacred and smiled and laughed to like remind me like don't get attached to this shit like the kimono like that's one thing and right. then that's like the hayoka spirit which was in the lakota sweat lodge tradition the person who breaks all the rules who tests the boundaries if everybody's doing a water fast and a sundance they'll eat a watermelon juicy watermelon in front of your face like someone just to fuck with you and yeah, test man. you like a little bit so doing that, I think, is important. Like, if someone has the special thing, or if, like, you know, someone has the special Ferrari that no one can touch, like, go up there and fucking rub yeah, all over right. it. You he's know, asking, like he's asking. For yeah, it. like, and but look at him when you do it. Don't do it secretly, like sneakily. Like, <laughs> hey, you love that Ferrari,
1: right? What, what else do I you do have this? in your in your life that you consider sacred? <sighs> There's things that I love. You know, it's funny. Like,
0: I was in ceremony with um, with some good friends, and. <laughs> and uh i have this um jar of piri piri balm and piri piri is like a a a grass that comes from the amazon and it's really like really rare really sacred has a really distinct smell and it's this balm and it's one of a kind it was given by a piri piri shaman in peru came down and traveled and gave that to me along with some other different applications of the oil and it's probably one of the more sacred things i have like it smells like straight up like starlight like literally like starlight and and i know that's a weird smell to describe but it's the only fucking possible way to describe it (laughs) and anyway so and in that state in ceremony i was really laughing at the hilarity of being a human and all the things we get bound up and worried about and she was mentioning that her butt was itchy and i have a very precious small amount of this and it's irreplaceable (laughs) and i immediately like went for the oh i have some balm in my bag and i brought it for ceremony i was like here use this and she goes well what's this and i started cracking up is, uh, 'Cause I was giving her something to rub on her butt and I was like, Oh, it's just the most sacred thing I own. And we just started howling with laughter because at that point, you know, realized like it was fine, even though it's sacred, like nothing is that sacred. And nothing was more sacred in that moment than her not having an itchy butt. So if my sacred could could calm her itchy butt, like that was worth it in that time. And that was like an extreme version of that. But it was like a nice reminder that no matter what you have, whether it's your Lamborghini or your whatever like ultimately if you're with people you love like none of that shit matters like the people you love is is really what matters and uh and so that was cool but you know so i have stuff like that i have the Piri period oil i have like a pen that's you know my favorite pen i have my favorite flute you know i have my favorite drum i have my altar that has like sacred objects that i've gotten from all my journeys from my very first vision quest a rock that i picked up before i did my first mushroom trip when i was 18 and I was so terrified that I was going to completely lose touch with reality. I just clutched it like as tight as I could the entire time till I realized like, right. oh, I got this. And then my grandma held it before she passed. And like that rock is there, you know? So like there's sacred shit that I own, but ultimately I think it's important practice to know that, you know, if that sacred shit goes away, it's okay too. And I remember actually that, that the rock that I was particularly mentioning dropped at some point and shattered in the broken half and it was like it was like crushing immediately but then i just glued it back together with some like gorilla glue Mm. and then now it's just as sacred as it was and it didn't really matter
1: what is the golden it's a japanese practice we got to look this up since we got google here japanese practice where they take a pot and it breaks it's like Hari Kari or Muker Mook. So it, not that. That's gonna sound incredibly racist. So in fr- <laughs> <laughs> Hari Kari muk-muk-y. It was close. Look it up. Golden. So they fill ph- Kinsugi. You're not it close, that. <laughs> no, no, not close. close. <laughs> no, not close. No, not close. But it's kind of a cool practice, you know. Because so with that, it's like, oh, cool. It it, it broke. Oh yeah. Right. And instead of it being like, okay, we got to figure this. It's like, no, it broke. This is great. Like, we can add character to this. Yeah. So now, all of a sudden, we have this beautiful story. You know, so we emblazon those cracks with this gold dust. And then every time you look at it, it's like, yeah. Mm. You know, so again, it's kind of come back. It's like really acceptance. it's
0: really what we do with humanity. Like, it's where those where you appreciate those scars, those, like, battle scars. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is where I great. took that arrow, you know, either psychically, physically. Metaphorically, we don't fight battles with our body as much anymore. Sometimes in sports, but usually that's just like an accident, you know. But like sometimes in battle you would get nicked. And and you take those and you wear those with pride. And we do that with our psyche. And we can do those with our objects too. This yep. obsession with pristine, you know, is also just kind of nonsense. It's
1: all going back to dust anyways. Watts. Alan Watts talked about various religious dogmas as being like scaffolding to hold up your spiritual tower and as you start to like the scaffolding is important you know so you get like i got my little spirit crystal on the on the ground here like it's amethyst it's good for your nervous system whatever i've attached a brain to it it's like my little hairy mm-hmm. you know but meanwhile this is actually i would say it's almost like uh you could say maybe a weakness if i want to be like rough on myself but it's like a scaffolding yeah you know so if you get to that point where your your vessel is fortified enough then all of a sudden we can leave that buddhism or leave that christianity or leave that spirit crystal that i have on the table or Mm -hmm. you know your sacred things yeah you know but it's kind of coming to that point is i think again it it comes into acceptance of those sacred things and really embracing it not resisting it and then all of a sudden it's kind of like the vessel can build from there yeah it's also this
0: this fallacy of permanence like we think that the things we have are going to be there forever they're not like nothing in this material world is going to be here with us forever not our bodies not our things not anything so we have to be willing to let it go because just the holding it tight is just going to be like clinching your eye muscles over and over again holding holding and eventually it's going to get washed away like the stream is heading one direction and it's against permanence you know like this crystal Mm -hmm. will eventually become dust particles again over time and time and time and from you rubbing and from other people and from erosion whatever else happens even the hardest thing will eventually be gone when the earth fucking explodes when the sun explodes or whatever you know like nothing nothing is permanent not in this life not ever
1: mm. and i think that's an important reminder for all of us to have have you changed any movement stuff since we since we last worked previously just <clears throat> fully more aware
0: you know at all different times, you know, like trying to be mindful of when I can. Yeah. And and so you can. Is that a story? Maybe. Maybe. But like, okay, so tell like texting. Right? Like the act of texting on the phone, it's very awkward to do that in a proper pot. You'd have literally have to like raise your phone.
1: I got it. I got the I got the medicine for it. Okay. Enlighten us. <laughs> we could do a video about it. Um so from that position as you're looking up at the phone yeah it's i've tried this because i tried to do a video of like this is what you could do and as i was going I'm like nobody should do this <laughs> this would be ridiculous yeah <laughs> but it's great you open up the neck and all the stuff i'm like that was a stupid video i think i still released it i should take it down uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but the, what you do for that which I, we did follow up in the same video was as another option which probably should be the only option is you just hinge your hips Okay, so if the butt comes back a little bit, right? So if I'm, it's going to be kind of weird here, right? But if I am, if this would be my option here, I have to bend at my thoracic Mm -hmm. spine here around like my heart area to look down at the phone. I can change that position up a little bit and keep my spine nice and long, get at the edge of my chair and hinge myself forward. Now all of a sudden, I got to get like kind of like big in my body to do that. Right. Oh. So from this position, this is a squat. For those of you listening, this might be a good one to check out on, on the YouTube. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. So from this position, I'm actually cultivating the same thing that I would cultivate if I was training doing a deadlift or yep. a kettlebell yep. swing, you know, or a deep squat, a third world squat, what you call it, you know, any of that stuff. This isn't a third world squat. This is just going down to 90 degrees. Right. This is like powerlifting kind of squat bam right so now all of a sudden aubrey starts bringing his hips back into the corner of the seat as i almost fall out of my seat uh, so he brings his hips back into the corner of the seat yeah and he hinges forward a little bit again this position much might position. be that's what's that that's a much better position that's a much better position you know so yeah. we can start to integrate those same concepts into fucking everything yeah. there's never a situation in your life that you need to compromise your physical body to get shit done god damn it you're right Aaron. <laughs> you're right man that's that's fucking that's it dude and
0: it's incremental it's incremental like people want the body to change like this body doesn't change like this good thing it doesn't because we'd be all fucked up yeah like we gotta make those incremental wins slowly over time over time yeah you know i'll see you you know you live in cali so every couple months you know maybe you'll notice like an incremental difference and maybe by the time i'm 40 all of a sudden my fucking whole body will be a line difference and that's but that's going to take all these little wins. Yeah. Like, and I, and again like you're right stories and excuse oh well I have, it. I have this i have this thing and that's what i appreciate about you is you're relentless with it you're relentless with you know to the, <laughs> to the point where you know you're standing on chairs you're squatting you're moving you're constantly yeah. and, and then i think for some people it's like what is this guy doing but then when you know you it's like no he's just relentlessly doing what he knows is best for his body and and you start to appreciate that yeah and you may not be able to mimic it you know but it's dope man it's the it's a definitely a medicine path
1: for everyone is just getting right in our home that's it and then your home starts to form you as well yeah right so as you walk in things like feng shui you know, I personally feel a really strong connection with that. If the house feels out of order, if the colors feel off, if the lighting is off, that affects your whole organism. Right. But that's stuff that I'm not as as savvy with. The stuff that makes more sense to me is, you know, getting like a low table in your house, right? Embracing the floor is huge. It's a game changer. Yeah. yeah. Right. So fall risk becomes zero essentially in countries that end up living on the floor. Right. So if you poop and pee on the floor, if you sleep on the floor, you don't need a retirement facility unless it's just because you want people to take care of you because you're lazy you know or whatever you want you mm-hmm. want servants or you know where me yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. most people in an old age situation kind of a really important part of that is i can take care of myself <laughs> you know so to, to go into that point and be like oh i need someone now i'm a burden to the tribe right <laughs> right yeah. i'm essentially kind of internally committing the 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 suicide thing in a sense because i'm like I think evolutionarily, we can feel that sensation of like I'm a burden to my family. Yeah. What am I? What am I doing here? Yeah, that's. I guess the I'll outsource to that to you know a a uh, retirement home and feel you know probably not the best by myself. Well, a, a,
0: you know, a lifetime spent asleep in the psyche and the body and, and everything, and and by sleep I mean just not aware of the truth of who you really are yeah asleep to, and, and we're all in various levels of sleep there's no asleep and awake there's no like i'm awake you're asleep blah, blah blah it's all varying degrees the most awakened person is always still asleep to another level and we always will be until we reach death and then whatever comes next and we'll continue waking up to deeper and deeper and deeper levels of truth and that's again the process but yeah i mean it's the more you can become aware of that the more that you can just fucking enjoy
1: it yeah and then also being aware that there's a lot of sleep happening in your body and you don't realize it yeah you know, so throughout again like posterior back side of the shoulder girdle thoracic spine area happens to be behind the heart maybe it's a chakra thing i have no idea um but it's certainly a, a cultural thing where we are stuck hunched over staring into our phones our sofas fold us into this position our whole entire environment is a mold and it's putting us into this hunched over, defeated type position, you know. So if you can start to slightly change that mold a little bit, then uh, you make big gains. You don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do all this big, huge. We're doing steroids, and we got, you know, we have all this different stuff. It's like you sit in a position that depresses your testosterone all the fucking day. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's then you're not, jacking and that's yourself just, with something in that's the sci- evening. That's what are science. you doing?
0: That's science too. Because, you know, they actually show that when you open up your arms and stand in a confident pose, like your testosterone elevates. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's integrated patterns through millennia. Yeah. You know, so that's since we were, you know, probably cells, whatever. But certainly since, since we were, you know, let's say thousands of years, yeah. you know, if you're in that position, then that's a position of contract defense, mm-hmm. right? This is a fighting position. Right. So something all of a sudden protect your vitals. Protect the vitals. Yeah. Right. So I bring the head forward, I bring the shoulders forward, and I protect all this. Okay. So now if all of a sudden I win the battle, you know, I slay the woolly mammoth, whatever it was it was, I get on top of the woolly mammoth and I go like this. Chuck Liddell when he fucking opens. Same thing every (sighs) time. Every time. So you see that with deaf people, you see it with blind people. You see that lose all the senses. We've integrated that pattern into our body it's a it's a it's a mammalian thing it's a reptilian thing it's deep it's bigger than us bigger than our our ego us man thanks man
0: (laughs) seriously though man i really fucking (laughs) i appreciate the work you've done i appreciate like on a personal level like you've helped me man cool like you really have and i know you've helped a lot of people so hope people fucking you got a great podcast uh, you did a dope podcast with connor on the pleasure monkey podcast i mentioned that before because i got to listen to you guys in the kitchen and <laughs> kind of peek in and here um but yeah man i mean uh align podcast and then uh social media where can people get I'll more look, of this align goodness podcast.
1: everything's align podcast so if you go to aligntherapy.com align that's the hub of everything yeah um on there, there you can People, if they feel like getting into the movement stuff, there's a five-day movement thing that people can jump on. It's with uh, Hunter Matz. You know, do you mm, know Hunter? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Brian and the Mixed Mental Arts and yeah. all that stuff. We did some videos on breaking down how to integrate these principles into every part of your life. So we're like, they're pretty ridiculous, the videos. Uh, yeah. but <laughs> you're pretty ridiculous yeah. you're fucking pretty uh, ridiculous man, ridiculous so <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense uh, but yeah so people can Com. that align podcast is the social and uh yeah and then jump over i'm gonna re- i'll release this at the same time that Hell we yeah. release on your end so yeah. if you want to hear more of aubrey that's the that's the deal probably heard enough of
0: me but definitely listen listen to more of you for sure because yep. i think that'll help uh help all of us in this path there's very few people who walk you know walk the embodied embodied path um better than you so mm. you know keep doing the good work man puts a lot of pressure on yeah good i hope you i hope you really really <laughs> own that and curl inside from the weight of all nah, you won't, that's it
1: so if you want if you want to learn something teach it yeah. you know so just it's it's really interesting uh, we, we sh- we're supposed to wrap up but i mean that's a real thing just putting somebody in that position of okay you're you're the teacher all of a sudden you go double time into training and educating and be like i gotta show up yeah but the reality of it is that teacher they kind of they kind of get to hog all the education not all the education but they have that initiative to get in there so that's just an interesting you know if you want to learn something teaching and if
0: you're in socal and you get a chance to work with this dude i recommend you do it definitely worth it appreciate it yeah thanks everybody love you guys peace i hope you guys had as much fun on this podcast as we did And if you haven't yet, please go check out my new book, Own the Day, Own Your Life. You can check it out at ownthedaybook.com. It's going to be released everywhere worldwide, April 17th. Well, maybe not everywhere worldwide, but most countries. Actually, if you're listening from the UK, you're going to get access to it even earlier. So please check it out. It's the best practices I could put together in a single day. It's my heart. It's my soul. It's my life's work to this date as far as the human body and the human mind are concerned. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I can't wait to start getting feedback from you. And again, that's ownthedaybook.com.